from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, June 22nd, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Protests in Columbus over police conduct and policies have been largely peaceful in recent days, but the tone changed yesterday. Stephanie Stanovich reports. Protesters stopped marching several times to line up and talk on the loudspeaker, sometimes to kneel. Officers and protesters lined up face to face. We saw pepper spray being used and some physical confrontations. I spoke with the commander and I spoke to him about real change. The reason why people are out here is because we have not got what we needed. We don't want to keep coming out here every day. People got lives, people got businesses to run, people got kids to take care of, but we can't keep doing that because we're still in fear every day. In Columbus, Stephanie Sanovich. A 70-year-old black congresswoman from Columbus who was pepper sprayed during a protest several weeks ago is reacting to the use of pepper spray during the protest yesterday. Brittany Bailey reports. Congresswoman Joyce Beatty said in a statement, it's clear we have a disconnect among the fraternal order of police, city officials, and the people. Clearly, we see yet again another instance of unnecessary force. If an individual or individuals become disruptive, remove them, not the entire crowd. I'm going to continue to demand answers for why such force was used in the first place, especially when it was peaceful until police arrived in riot gear. Our reporter Brittany Bailey also got the reaction of the head of the Fraternal Order of Police in Columbus. President Keith Farrell said in a statement, these activities have been going on for too long and it started when the state house and businesses were vandalized. When you are damaging or looting businesses and impeding the rights of others, you are not engaged in a peaceful protest. We spoke out against this from the beginning. We've also supported peaceful and lawful protests, and it is unfortunate that these criminals have taken away your ability to voice your opinion. It is time for the mayor and other elected officials, along with the citizens of Columbus, to demand that this is stopped before someone gets hurt. I'm Brittany Bailey. A small plane went down in a cornfield 30 miles east of Columbus over the weekend, injuring the pilot. ONN's Dave James reports. The Ohio State Highway Patrol said the 1968 Cessna had taken off from a private runway near Buckeye Lake in Fairfield County at about 7 p.m. Saturday when it hit electrical wires. Troopers said the plane crashed into the cornfield and became engulfed in flames. Troopers said the 89-year-old pilot was taken to a Columbus hospital with injuries not considered life-threatening. Federal and state officials are investigating. Dave James, I went in news. Beginning today in Ohio, all contact sports can resume for practices and scrimmages. Pete Scalia says it's part of phase two of the Responsible Restart Ohio plan. Includes sports like football, lacrosse, tennis, and basketball. Sports will have to follow safety protocols to keep everyone healthy. The Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Summer League Work Group collaborated with the Ohio Department of Health come up with a plan. I'm Pete Scalia. The Ohio Department of Health says it's growing more concerned about a resurgence in cases following a second consecutive daily spike in coronavirus cases at the end of last week. Department data released Friday showed 609 new cases when compared to a day earlier. That follows a spike of 700 reported Thursday. The daily case count reflects test results received by the health department in the previous 24 hours. Those tests were typically conducted within the 36 hours before that, though people could have experienced symptoms within the past two weeks. The increases come as Ohio so far has avoided big spikes seen in multiple other states as their economies reopen. 
Governor Mike DeWine has declared all flags at the Ohio State House and across Northeast Ohio Geauga County to be flown at half staff in honor of a Marine sergeant killed during paratrooper training in Georgia last week. WKYC TV in Cleveland reports the flags will be lowered until sunset on the day of Sergeant Wolfgang Kyle Weninger's funeral, the exact date of which has not been announced. Weninger was supposed to graduate last Friday from the U.S. Army Airborne School at Fort Benning, Georgia, as he was learning to become a paratrooper. Three days before the occasion, the 28-year-old died during a training jump. As the city of Columbus prepares to remove the Christopher Columbus statue outside of City Hall, some are calling on Ohio's capital to also change its name. One name in particular has attracted plenty of attention online. A change.org petition calling for Columbus to rename itself Flavortown had compiled more than 30,000 signatures as of this afternoon. The name Flavortown is a nod to celebrity chef and TV personality Guy Fieri, who was born in Columbus. The petition states the name also symbolizes Columbus's status as a crossroads of culinary innovation. And the Food and Drug Administration is warning consumers to check their hand sanitizers. Tracy Townsend explains. The agency says nine types of sanitizer produced in Mexico are toxic. Those include all clean hand sanitizer, the good gel, antibacterial hand sanitizer, and several clean care products, along with some others. The FDA says these products contain methanol, which is toxic. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our affiliate stations, W. WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.